You are listening to Avant-Garde Jazz. Let me rest. everyone and welcome to the fresh podcast market i'm panda and i'm here with my friend Teresa. how you doing Teresa? panda it's been so long it's been it's been a long week i feel like how are you doing i am doing just fine here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts now Teresa, do you remember whose turn it is to go first um i think it's your turn actually but um, I'll go first. Don't remember. Since... You're the spooky host, and this is yeah. our this is our semi spooky episode. All right. So yeah, I think we'll say it's my turn since I am actually the one with the spooky ideas. Yes. But uh, first, I wanted to ask, how was your first day of your new job? It was good. I just watched a bunch of instructional videos for the most part, but that's so exciting. It was pretty Did you get good. to eat a lots of pizza? No, but I did get to look at a lot of pizza and I Dang. wanted to eat a lot of the pizza, but I did not and I learned a lot about how the pizza is made. Did not get to eat any of the pizza. I probably could have, but I didn't. Oh. Well, before you know it, you'll be pizza princess. The... That sounds like a great title. I would, I would love it. I'm gonna make you a shirt that says "Pizza Princess." I would we'll wear that. Of... I would, and you, <laughs> you could only wear it during your deliveries. Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure it. a shirt that says "Pizza Princess" would not qualify for Father Jonathan's pizza delivery dress code. But is it like a religious pizza experience? No, I just don't like saying Papa John's. It's more fun to say Father Jonathan's. <laughs> the Father Jonathan. <laughs> but tell me about your spooky podcast idea, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> Father Jonathan shit-faced at the basketball game. I think about that picture every time I see him. Keep it in your wallet. So I keep it in my heart at all times. I love it. All right. So the first, the real spooky thing. Oh, gosh. Okay. So how about a sexy Halloween costume review podcast? Yes. So, so not only do people have to stare at sexy Halloween costumes, but they could either like make fun of or like talk about how inaccurate it is to the original like character or like thing that they're supposed to be. Maybe a segment could be like, hey, let's throw out an idea here. Sexy. And then they're like, they spin a wheel hypothetically. And it's like, sexy cat bus from my neighbor Totoro costume. And then that has they have to, to exist. At, Does it? Let's find out. Sexy cat bus. Oh, God. I'm afraid of what I'm going to get. Halloween costume. And Probably if not, porn. I'm. I'm gonna make a sexy cat bus costume. Um, don't be catty for foreplay. No, thank you. No rules referee costume. See, that's another one. I could just keep reading bad sexy Halloween costume names. I used I to it. follow a blog that would post terrible sexy Halloween costumes. Wow. I love it. This is oh. a great idea. I really love this idea yes. because I hate love sexy Halloween costumes. Same. I like them. I think that they're amusing 
and Mm -hmm. I don't hate the fact that they exist. I just hate that they're like the only option for femme people who want to wear a Halloween costume a lot of the time. That's fair. That's really I, dumb. I mean, I've always so I've always for people who don't know me in real life or have not seen me in real life, I'm five eleven, so I'm like really tall, and I've always been really tall for my age. So I was like nine years old and like shopping in the juniors departments already. So like whenever Halloween would come around, my mom would be like, "God fucking damn it!" You're so and much my taller mom, than me. Oh my gosh, are you a baby? I'm five four. <laughs> A small friend. Maybe not even 5'4". I'm probably 5'3", but I've been saying I'm 5'4 for so long. I don't know what the truth is. would come up to the top of my titty. Amazing. Yes. And, uh, but back to Halloween costumes. So my mom, uh, my mom's a really good sewer. So for a good portion of my life, my mom, like, would make my costumes. But as I got older, I, like, didn't want my mom to make my costume. That was, like, not cool, you know? Which, in reality, now, I'm like, fuck yeah. In thanks, reality, mom, it's making- so cool. But when you're a kid, you don't have that perspective. Yeah. And now, like, as a 23-year-old, my mom, like, helps me with cosplay shit. And it's, like, really funny. But anyway. Um, so there'd be years where I'd want to be things. And my mom would be like, okay, what do you want to do? And then she'd be like, oh, shit, there's a slutty option for this. And I remember being, like... 10 years old and my only options to be a pirate were like to take a sexy women's pirate costume and like add multiple layers to it or take like a Halloween tween sexy pirate costume and make layers to it like there was no in between and it's really frustrating but I also like made it look really cool anyway and just wore multiple layers underneath all like the saucy lace and I don't know what this podcast would be called but I think there's a lot of things you can do with sexy with sexy Halloween costumes and maybe you can like put it on and make I don't know I like the idea of both reviewing sexy Halloween costumes costumes but also coming up with your own ideas for a sexy Halloween costume what like you, maybe what? doing both like do a review first and then afterwards like spinning a wheel and trying to come up with a ridiculous sexy Halloween costume yes if okay but if like you were gonna be a sexy Halloween costume what are you gonna be oh shit um I know sexy nerd is an option, but... That's so lame. That's so boring. Well, I thought you meant, like, if it were, like, a a costume that is me so but if i was gonna and, wear a sexy yes, costume yes. but yes i was saying to wear a sexy okay costume. what sexy costume would you wear a uh, sexy crab sexy crab is very good cha 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 don't touch these pinchers like i feel like the first thing that comes to mind is sexy giraffe Ooh, which Ooh, i'm sure is really a thing good. that exists that long neck is hot let's see if it exists <laughs> sexy giraffe costume yes bitch what do we got Ooh, ooh, yes flirty giraffe costume don't mind if i do Ooh, yes okay so it comes with like fishnets and of course a, really a staple blanket. of the sexy halloween costume like those really ugly like hats with ears on them that like were kind of cool like in 2010 but now they're kind of embarrassing and then and there's like some tutu shit going on and then like some really ugly leg warmers this one has another hood thing and has like a a corset this this guy's just living life this girl is naked she's wearing like a bikini oh i just googled it and i think i see 
what you are looking at exactly. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot there of There are way more giraffes. different sexy giraffe oh. costumes than I expected. Randomly, I don't know if this is in your search results, but randomly in my search results is a result for a sexy squid costume. <laughs> Not in mine, but... <laughs> you know what? I would be a sexy void fish. That would be so good. but Or a sexy anglerfish. That would be fun. Ooh, sexy anglerfish is very I wanna good. Be, I kind of want to be a sexy anglerfish for Halloween now. But oh, a sexy, the sexy crab costume came up. Oh, no, I think this is a, a sexy lobster, not a sexy crab. Um, but did you see when you Google searched sexy giraffe costume, did you see the picture of the giraffe and the dog in the giraffe costume? No. Is this is this bad or is this good? No, it's so fucking funny. Okay, I'm gonna put it up on Twitter so viewers who ever want to see it on Twitter just we'll we'll retweet it onto the actual. Uh, there's a sexy Eleven from Stranger Things cosplay, and I want to physically leave this earth. She's a child, literally a child. I was eleven last year for Halloween. I was eleven last year for Halloween. I know, I know. We were twins. We were. It twins. was great. What are you being for Halloween this year? I have I have two costumes because I'm not sure the weather in Mississippi is ever unpredictable. So I have a uh, it's almost like a sexy skeleton costume because like it's like a it's almost like a Kigurumi. But if instead Uh of having like the bottom part that's like pants, it had a skirt instead. And so that's, that's cute. Fun. But if it's too warm for that, I also have like a little witch costume that I'm pretty excited that's about. Cute. So those are my two options. What are you gonna be for Halloween? Dancer? I'm gonna be Ness from Earthbound. Yes, that is the best. Um, because I'm actually so I like so many have played Earthbound illegally, <laughs> and after my computer died my senior year of college. My file got corrupted, so I had oh, to start no. all over again. I know. And then um, oh, I was like, I'm not touching this for a while. And then I went to Nebraska to present at a conference my senior year, and I forgot to bring a book with me. So my... I'm sorry, I keep looking at this dog in a giraffe costume. Hold on, you and have to send me that picture so that I can look I at this in real time. I posted it on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to go look at that. And... Um, then I started to play it again and I got all the way to getting Paula and then I for some reason my save didn't properly go through so I lost it but in my final two weeks of working at the therapist's office um sorry if my ex boss oh my god this this dog costume (laughs) I'm glad you love it um I started playing it again and uh so I've been playing it for like since on and off kind of deal and it took me five hours to get the sword of kings and i'm almost done with the game so i'll probably finish it by halloween so i don't look like a complete poser nice. so like yeah i'm ready to play that's gonna be I awesome love it. it's such a good game and like the shirt that i bought even came with a miniature franklin badge so like while i'm gallivanting through um astoria i'll be rocking my backpack and my Franklin badge with the rest of my costume. Hell yeah. That'll Hell be great. yeah. I can't wait I to know. see pictures. I'm excited. I'll po- trust me, I'll post a ton of pictures. A ton. 
But what do we call this sexy costume podcast? Oh, Jesus. I should have thought about this. Um, Sexy. Sexy. I was going to say spooky sexy because of alliteration, but that's not like proper alliteration. That's just the same first letter, which is technically what alliteration is, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Um, it it doesn't flow. It does not Hello. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I have no idea. I'm at a loss for. I'm at a loss for a title. How about um? I was gonna. No, I was gonna say like seeking sexy, but that's not. That sounds like a very different kind of podcast. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Um. I can't think of anything. I'm out of ideas. Well, Listeners, I don't have an idea either, so I guess we yeah. can just move on because yeah. it's if our podcast. We make idea. the rules. Yeah. And if any listeners have any ideas or if any listeners tell us about their favorite sexy pod their favorite sexy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> their favorite sexy halloween costume please please tell yes, us yes please tell us what your favorite sexy halloween costume listen are. sex i was gonna say sexy princess leia but that exists in canon anyway literally uh, literally i i know nothing about star wars i have seen two whole star war but I love star wars. do you i've only seen episode four and five i mean let's, let's have a night I I mean that's better than having only seen episodes one and two. True. Yeah. I I've just never seen it. Like I watched the I watched episode four and five in college, and that's it. My dad really likes Star Wars. Not like mm. the way that a lot of people really like Star Wars, but that's he really fair. liked Star Wars. So when I was a kid, we ended up watching all the Star Wars movies. Oh, that's fun. In this house, um, my mom. I don't know. My mom's a really big Quantum Leap fan. But I literally didn't discover that until like last year. Interesting. Yeah. And my mom is like um, a really big Bronte sister fan. There's no Star Wars in this house. And then my dad doesn't have hobbies besides (laughs) watching Telemundo and all of the other Spanish speaking channels and sleeping. So nice. Yeah, I was gonna like start naming names of Spanish like programs, but then I realized I also haven't lived with my dad in seven years, eight years, eight years, so I don't even know anything anymore. Honestly, <laughs> you could just say random Spanish phrases and say that those were Telemundo shows, and I would believe you. Well, I know there are people out here who are listening to us who actually can understand Spanish better than I can. Well, then, so then they I would laugh at me believing you. No, <laughs> I know that there was like that really bad Zodiac dating game and there was I believe it was called Casa Cerrado and which is like if I recall correctly I think it was just like a talk show and then there was like some Spanish court show and then my abuela doesn't even speak any English my dad also really likes Breaking Bad that's nice my dad interesting nice yeah so the three things my dad cares about pop culture wise Breaking Bad Amy Winehouse and queen an interesting combination of interests yes Yes. my dad literally watched so right before the second half of season six of breaking bad came out amc did like a big ass marathon of every breaking bad episode for like in a week my dad watched the whole series in that week that is amazing i know that is my like that's the one fun fact i like to tell about my dad you know, I feel like with this talk about your dad, would ma- mm-hmm. it would make a good segue into my podcast idea. Tell me. Which is... Tell me. Okay, 
it would be a show where a dad, it's very important that it's a dad, that'll come up later, mm-hmm. a dad teaches about fishing and things related mm-hmm. to fishing and like fishing techniques and like the history of different kinds of fishing. And the reason it's important that it's a dad is because the show would be called Dadliest Catch. I'm I'm speechless. I was just driving the other day and the phrase Dadliest Catch appeared in my brain and I knew instantly that I had to write it down in my fresh podcast market notebook and I That's... could not write it because I was driving but then I did it as soon as I got stopped. That's so powerful. It was That's... so powerful that I was stopped in my tracks. I'm blown away. That's so good. That's so good. Oh my god would there be every episode like a specific fish that's highlighted? Ooh maybe. That would be a good like, like it would be it would be the catch of the week. Oh my god, yes. Of course, how many bad dad puns? Would, would there be a bad dad pun meter? There would have to be because it's a show with a dad, so you have to have a bad dad pun True. meter. But what if this isn't really like by a dad? What if it's just like a bunch of 20-something-year-olds who just that would are make spiritually me very sad. dads? That'd be, that'd be me, honestly, because I'm, I'm everybody's like local barbecue grill dad besides, despite only grilling once in my life. And what literally happened was- part. Thank you. One time, it was actually during a Memorial Day weekend party. My friends were like, fuck, we want burgers. And I was like, I've never grilled in my life, but I got this, guys. And from there, I figured out how to turn on a grill. And I literally learned how to cook burgers on the fly. And it came out not terrible. I know. That's me, your local dad. But yeah, that's so good. That's all I've got for that idea is just that it would be about fishing. And it's called Dadliest Catch. I, outstanding. I love it. Do you do you want to do you want to hear an idea? I do. I do want to hear an idea. Okay, so I hope this is relevant to you because it's not really relevant to me. Um podcast about spooky scaries to tell in the dark, like the books. Interesting. Have you have you ever read those at all? I Was that the one that had the really gruesome illustrations yeah oh yeah oh yeah i I remember that i was in elementary school once yeah (laughs) um so i was really really afraid of them and like i have only read two whole stories from spooky scariest tell in the dark please tell me which ones these are the gross one with the ribbon where the girl it's not that gross i was pretty skeeved when i read it when i was like nine and you know, like the one, the, the ribbon one. And then the other one, the one that truly struck me to the core, the one about the scarecrow who crawls around on the roof. I don't know that I actually read that one. All I vividly remember is that it like grunts and like makes noises as it crawls around on the roof. And I was like, get this, like the nine-year-old mental equivalent of get this the fuck away from me. That's what I felt as my friend read that story to me. Isn't... Guillermo del Toro supposed to be producing some sort of adaptation of spooky stories to tell in, the spooky stories to tell in the dark. I feel like it. You might be correct. Let's Google that. Spooky, spooky, scary stories to tell in the dark. To tell in the dark. Movie. Oh, good God. Guillermo del Toro is making a scary story to tell in the dark movie. Thank you. Uh, can you give me some more information besides like a fifth grade book report, please? I um, think it's just only been announced and there hasn't been any more development that's at least been 
talked it was, about. It, according to this, it was this was written January 14th, 2016. But sorry, The Verge, but I'm going to put you guys on blast for a brief moment. Um, So the Google result comes up as Guillermo del Toro is making a scary story to tell in the dark movie. Guillermo del Toro, the director of Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, and Crimson Peak, is developing a movie version of the classic children's book trilogy, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> like, thanks for those two identical sentences, guys. Hey, but, uh, top-notch reporting there. Thank you. Thank the you. Verge, hire me thank to you, write Mark. a better article, please. Please. I would love that. Please. Money, please. Money, please. Money, please. That's, that's me always. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, I mean, each episode could be like people revisiting like the stories that freak them out the most or you could read um you could like read out some of the stories and all that jazz you could talk about how i was a scared ass bitch baby for all of my life and have never fully read these books you could talk about like the movie coming up and stuff like that i think it'd be fun yeah i feel like there's a lot of potential there because there are a lot of these stories i feel like there may have been more than one book there's three. Yeah, it's see exactly. There's three books. So you, like if you do one story per episode and then maybe like with some other episode topics thrown in, maybe talking about the movie or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you got a solid basis for a podcast. You definitely do. And I think you should call it Spooky Stories. Spooky stories. Spooky stories to tell on a podcast. Instead of Ooh, to tell in the dark. that is such a good title. And hopefully people would get the joke. But that's just my onion. I have an idea. Tell me your idea. Okay, this idea is called Why Is My Houseplant Dying? And God, that's it, starring me. Right? It would be a podcast with I guess like a botanist, somebody who knows a lot about plants. And then you have like a guest. Or, like, somebody, like, sends in, like, an email or something to talk about their houseplant and what is happening with it. And the botanist gives them advice for how to better take care of their houseplant. Uh, I'll tell you this. I always accidentally overwater my plants and that's why they die. It's so difficult to take care of plants. I, like, I keep, I use, I, so, listen, I know I'm bad at plant keeping, so I only strictly take care of like succulents and cacti. And yet I had a I had um a cactus for like oh my god, how many years? For a year, I think. And it just died of root rot. So like that was pretty good on my end. I've had um this one succulent and I can't tell if I've been watering a dead plant for the past two years. <laughs> but I've had it for like you three years now, I think. And then like we have this one succulent that my mom takes care of in our kitchen that was originally mine. And that baby boy is thriving. But the one in my room, maybe, I don't know. He's I can't tell if he's dying or not. I used to have some Venus fly traps that I love very dearly. Me too. And I left town for a few days because I had a thing I had to do. And mm-hmm. I had my sister come feed my cat, but I forgot to tell her that she needed to water my fly traps, and they mm-hmm. ended up dying, and it was very sad. No. And I've well, been meaning had... to get replacements for these Venus fly traps, but I have not done that. I had a fly trap, too, at one point, and um, I was living at school at the time, and I loved that fly trap. We named him Boo Boo Keys. Like he was like the the room's pet fly trap, but he was nice. specifically the I was the one who took care of him kind of deal. 
And my one roommate got it in her mind that she suddenly knew way more about like feeding the fly trap and taking care of it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was like feeding that baby boy flies and everything. I was taking good care of him. And um, she suddenly decided that she knew way more about it than I did. And she ultimately killed him. And I miss my beautiful fly trap so much. And I want a new one. His name was Boo Boo Keys. I loved him. You can buy Venus fly traps on Amazon. I know, but I'd rather buy him from like a local him as if you know what I mean um I would rather buy it from like a local nursery kind of deal but yeah I would love to buy a Venus flytrap from a local nursery but I don't think anywhere in Mississippi just grows flytraps uh you would be surprised especially because they're novelty and it's like around spooky time season true um if some place is big enough you might be able to find one do you have another spooky idea I only had two spooky ideas, but maybe here's an idea off the top of a good old noggin. Um, candy podcast. So like See, I was literally thinking earlier when we talked about how we were gonna maybe do spooky ideas that mm-hmm. a Halloween candy review podcast would be a yeah. very good idea. I think it'd be fun. And then you could also talk about the candy currency. Because, like, for instance, I happen to like Mary Janes. Even though they're tier one shits, I like them. I like candy corn, and I get a lot of shit for that. I love candy corn. Oh my god, I'm so glad. I'm in Great. good company here. We are. Thank you, Pan. You get me. Soul Sisters right over here. Have you tried? I saw some cookies and cream flavored candy corn at the store the other day. And then mm. I went to a bar later and the guy working at the bar was eating them behind the bar. It felt very fortuitous. But have you tried candies or have you tried cookies and cream flavored candy corn? No, I have not, but there's I've tried the candy corn flavored M&Ms. Have you tried those? Ooh, I have not. I bet those are they're, good. They're pretty good. They're like kind of one of those things that like they taste good. For, like like real candy corn. They taste good if you have a few of them, but then the more you eat them, the more you're like, oh, Jesus, this was a mistake. Oh, yeah. Candy corn has a limit to its enjoyment because, like, Mm -hmm. you eat the first few and it's like, oh, man, these are great. I'm feeling fine. And then you eat, like, a couple handfuls and then suddenly you don't feel so fine anymore. I think it's the sugar content. I'm not used to it. Hmm. Maybe. I love, I love you, candy corn. I do too. Candy corn is underappreciated and also is very good as an aesthetic for Halloween. Yes, it's so fun. And I was in Dwayne Reed the other day and um, they were selling something called Witch's Teeth, which was just like white and green candy corn. Yeah, that sounds really cool. That sounds fun. I love it. But like, what else would you talk about on a candy podcast? Well, you already mentioned the candy currency, which is very mm-hmm. important because not all candy is created equal. Oh, hell no. I wish it was, but it isn't. I feel like you could talk about like the things that people try to give out on Halloween that aren't candy. Like pennies. I've never had that experience, but sure. Yeah, I've been handed a handful of pennies before. I've Interesting. Gotten pretzels. Um, I've gotten pretzels. I've gotten popcorn. I've gotten pretzels chips. Pretzels and popcorn I've definitely gotten. I love, have I love, my friends like hate pretzels. I just take all of them. I love pretzels. Pretzels are so good. Damn, now I want some pretzels. 
But um, I I don't know. I've gotten like oh jeez, what if, one time a guy gave me a dollar. Like imagine just nice. hanging out singles. Yeah, I was like ten at the time, and I was like oh shit, yeah, a dollar. Um, hmm. <laughs> I I feel like I've gotten like vampire teeth before, and I've gotten like cheesy like oh yeah, uh, like little plastic toys are yeah. another one that people try to pass off as Halloween yeah. trick or treat. Yeah. Things. Have you ever gotten like oh I've gotten like juice boxes before. Have you ever gotten like a toothbrush from somebody before? I had forgotten about it until the moment that you said that and then suddenly I remembered. It's repressed angered memories. Basically. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten those too. Oh my gosh. I feel like I don't know, like what's your favorite though? Like for instance, I personally think that the individual Twizzlers taste better. Like the Halloween individual Twizzlers or something about them, they taste better than the regular packed Twizzlers. I think I agree because I love Twizzlers, but there's just something special about ripping open a single serve Twizzler. Yes. And like, I love when they sell like, and there's a difference between like the rainbow Twizzler packs and you know how they come in two packs. They go in red, orange, and yellow, and then the green, blue, purple pack, which are both delicious. I love all of those. And then there's like the regular, like regular size Twizzlers, which are good. And then there's like the short, like twisty Twizzler that are a little more chewy and those are really good too and then sometimes I've had like individual peel and pull Twizzlers and those are also delicious. I love the peel and pull Twizzlers. Peel and pulls are my favorite. There's something so satisfying about peeling those little tiny strands of candy. Do you braid braid them and then braid the last three together to make one giant braid and then eat it? I've never done this before but now the next time I have a peel and pull Twizzler that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I do. So like you know how it's like three by three kind of deal yeah i so what i end up doing is i pull like i'll like pull apart three at a clip kind of thing and then i'll pull the strands except for like the very top and squeeze the top and then twist it into a braid and then i'll do the other two and then i'll squeeze all three of the tops together and then i'll braid all three of the braids together to make one big braid of a twizzler and then i'll eat it you're a genius i've been doing it's been like this bizarre ritual i've been doing since like i was 10 years old what is what is our candy podcast called? Candy Cast. See, I was thinking Candy Cast too, so I feel like we're we're right on it's the same destiny. wavelength here. It's destiny. We've done it. We've cracked the code. And now that we've knocked this idea out of the park, I think we're out of time. Whoa. This has been a very fast episode, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it went so quickly, but I've checked the time on my timer and on our recording, and we have definitely met our time. Agreed, agreed. So I think at this time, it's to start packing up. So, Pan, tell us about everything. Tell us about us. Yes. (laughs) If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at the same place every week. Vicuña, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And that's also my Instagram, too, in case you really care. If you liked our theme song, that was Plants by Badlib on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash hopefully not Badlib. He has been nice enough to let us use his song as our theme song. If you want to email us your suggestions for podcast ideas, you can do that at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And 
I think that's it. Do we have anything else? Uh, we have t-shirts. We do have t-shirts. We have t-shirts. You can find that at the pinned link on our Twitter account. If you want to wear our logo on your body or on a notebook like I've got for writing down my very good ideas. Or if you want to get a sticker and put it on your laptop like Teresa did. I do. And I posted a photo of it on Twitter. So if anybody wants to see what it looks like, you know where to go. It's a very good sticker. It is. I also post a lot of pictures on Twitter, though. So it's best if you just kind of look through my media tab for a little bit. Yeah, you should basically just look at all of Teresa's pictures. Every time she posts a picture, it's great. Thank you. I try. Well. And with this, I think it's time to go, Pand. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market Panda. Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody. It's time to go pick up some sweet home-brewed apple cider. Have a good one, guys. Oh, that Bye-bye. That's good. Right? Yeah. <laughs>